Yo, it is a edition. An edition? Of High Hopes Radio. Yeah. How are you doing, Mike? I can't say another. We don't get to do this that often. I so. know. I guess I know. it is technically But you know what another, we get to but... do tomorrow, James? What's that? We get to do a Game 7 oh, edition doing. of the High Hopes podcast yes. leading into Look at you. a Game 7. You're, so it is pretty crazy to think, and, and Jack Fritz, James Seltzer, coming to you from the Sportsbook at Park Casino, 215-592-9494. We'll be taking Philly's calls. We're going till 5, obviously, 8.03 tonight on WIP Game 6. The World Series, the Phillies trailing 3-2, Frammer versus Wheeler in the chance for an all-time pitching matchup in that one. Um, But it is just crazy to think, Jack, that, you know, I know we both feel it. Like, I am as tired as I've ever been in my life. My ankle's busted up. Like, as you can hear, my voice is not all the way there, and I've lost it multiple times over this run. Um, It's been a, a real intense month or so with this team, but it has also been, you know, one of the... Most magical, fun, enjoyable months of my life. One of the great months of my life. And and it's just weird to think that no matter what happens, no matter how it plays out, you know, by 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 the day after tomorrow, it's all over. You know, it's it, the run is over. Let's no matter what. Way. Let's put it this way. We didn't come this far to lose the world. Series. There you go. It's like, we didn't come... This far, you busting your ankle up on a Bryce home run like, <laughs> like David Robertson, yeah. two old men yep. uh, celebrating yep. way too frantically uh, for a home run. I'm older. You yeah, are yeah, older, yeah, which yeah, is yeah, shocking. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the only reason that you continue to root for Tom Brady to play is that so there's one person that's older than you. I, in, dude, in I, all want, I want Tom Brady to play for like another decade at yep. least. I need it. Um, and I sit here today saying what I said uh, after game five, which is don't let this team win game six. Don't let the Phils win game six because you know what happens in game seven, James, is we have either Ranger or we have Aaron Nola putting (laughs) a bow tie and a storybook ending. That's true. A storybook ending on what was a frustrating last couple starts for him. Um, But what we also get, James, is the belief in the Astros fading. A team that has choked away 3-2 series leads, a team that did this in 2019, and I need that little bit of doubt. Give me that little bit of doubt in the Astros' brains that they're going to do it again. That's what tonight means. Obviously, we want to extend the season. We want to make sure they get to a Game 7 for the first time in Philly's history, by the way. First which time is in Philly's absolutely history. insane. I mean, it, it makes sense when you think about the, the few amount of series we've been in, the fact they used to go straight to the World Series. They didn't used to have uh, seven-game series for the NLCS, all that, but... It is still pretty astounding that a team that's been around since 1883, you know, playoffs been around since 1903, that they've never played in play a seven-game series. It's wild. It yep. is really wild. I could really use one. Um, <laughs> just to, We're all rooting yep. for one, buddy, yeah. Just to know what it feels like. I mean, it, it's going to be intense. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be ridiculous. Um, but now at this point, like, you win game six. You lay everything on the line. Even if you have to bring in Ranger, if, if, you, if it's early and you can tell that Zach Wheeler doesn't have it, which I'm just praying to the baseball gods that they let Zach Wheeler wake up today and not have dead arm. Um, but don't let them win game six. Don't let the Phils win game six. Because in game seven, you get a tight Astros team, and the Phils, you just you kill them tonight. Kill them tonight because if they come out tomorrow, the Phillies are going to win game seven. Yeah, I feel exactly the same way, and I felt the same way this whole time, like ever since game five. I even said it to you on the pod we did right after when, you know, I was bummed you were, like, 
inconsolable is maybe the word. Handling it. I saw that someone made you their their phone screensaver, and it's just you looking so sad, just the saddest version of Jack Fritz. But I said it that night. Totally agree with you. I think if they win tonight, they're winning the World Series. But I I can't say that I'm sure they're going to win tonight. I am am hopeful. I am positive. And it is so funny because the Wheeler thing, it's like, and I get it, it's dead arm and stuff, but, like, there's a guy who was having a – all-time great postseason. He had allowed, if you take away that Reese non-error that was absolutely an error, he's allowed, he had allowed two runs, two earned runs in the postseason before that last start. He had, like, the best or second-best whip in the history of postseasons through that before that each start in Houston. And it's so funny because one bad start, one outing where his stuff doesn't have it, the velocity's not there, and we're like, oh, no, Zach Wheeler, it's done. Dead arm. He's he's dead. Right? I mean, but, but prior to that start, like we would, we would pick him to pitch over anyone on the planet for a must-win game. It felt like in the moment. You know, it is crazy how it's turned just like that without yeah. belief in him. Well, and it's because it's because everything you hear and everything that you read, and and him saying, dude, him saying, yesterday or the day before, uh, time will tell on his and <laughs> uh, how his arm feels. Rope a dope, Jack. Rope a dope. Yeah, I mean, listen, I believe me. I hope it's like you know he's just playing mind games with these guys. And I hope that we go out tonight and he's just like, oh, you forgot? Here's 99, you know, up in the zone. He's not throwing these little sinkers. He's trying to get the four-seamer up. Like, yeah, I, I would love that. But there's just such a part of me that's like, man, I, I, dead arm doesn't just go away. And the fact that he wasn't able to pitch game five, like, you know, they, they were, they're, they're trying to, to hide him for a reason. Like, they're trying to sneak him out there for a reason. And, you know, you just have to – it's – it's one of those instances where there's no, like, real analysis. There's no real analysis I can say, James, other than you have to pray to your sports, you know, to the baseball guys, that they doesn't have dead arm tonight. Like, that's as simple as it is. Because if his arm is not 100%, we saw what it looked like. And it wasn't pretty. It was it was one nothing it, it, in the blink of an eye. Down. It was two nothing really in the blink yeah, of an eye. Yeah, and it was it was it was it was awful. Um, so you have to just hope tonight that Zach Wheeler woke up today thinking, I got it. And, and, dude, because if he has it, completely different game. Like, people are, are nervous about this game tonight because they don't know what they're getting from Zach 100%. Wheeler. 100%. But if he comes down the first inning throwing 99, then we're like, you start, you start skyrocketing in belief. It's just that everyone's afraid of, of what he's going to look like because of what happened last start. But you're dead right. I mean, before that, we're talking about this guy's on his 09 Hamels. He's on or 09 Cliff Lee. He's on 08 Hamels level. That's what Zach Wheeler was doing. And you just got to hope it's back because if it's not, it's going to get out of control quickly. Then Rangers in the game, and then you're focused on Aaron Nola in the game's happening. <laughs> yeah, which is not necessarily something I could say I'm, I'm super confident in. But I will go back to what you brought up before, and, and Elliot brought it up, and I, I think it is a great point. That Hold on. You're, you're lumping in my baseball takes with Elliot? <laughs> the concept. Oh, that's so disappointing. The concept of the, it, it going back to the Phillies being the team without the pr- same type of pressure on them, whereas Houston is now the team that is expected to win this game. They're expected to win tonight. Houston 0-6, excuse me, 0-3 in game sixes. About the, to be 0-4. And that's what I'm saying, though, right? Like, they've done it in this building. They have pressure on them tonight. The Phillies all of a sudden are the team that everyone expects to lose tonight. No one's expecting them to turn this back around. They've got that pressure. And the first time the pressure was on them after they win game three, the first time they're not the underdog anymore, they get no hit. You know, like, so I do think there, there is something to this team going in loose. You heard all the, the quotes 
from the locker room after game five, you know, a crushing loss. But every single guy to man, Schwerber, we're resilient. We've been resilient all year. We're going to go out there and be resilient. Castellanos, you know, what more storybook ending could we have than to go to Houston and win two? Like, I, I do love the mentality of the team, the way the team has, you know, taken losses and then gone back out there. So I really do think that, that it, you know, obviously Wheeler's arm is part of it, but I really think I feel confident about the Phillies' chances tonight. It's just, you know, it's the Wheeler thing that's hanging over it for me that, that I can't really totally believe yeah. they're going to win until I see that guy go out and throw some, some, some heaters, you know? I know. I know. And I, and I do love I do love the idea that the pressure's off now because it was on in game four and it was on in game five. I mean, they got freaking no hit. I mean, yeah. not really. It was a combined no hitter, so it doesn't really count. Which um, I'm, I mostly agree with you on that. But it's, a, it's a shutout. It's essentially a shutout. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, they, they technically did not get – but it's like when you look at, like, like those guys, like Tony Abreu has had, like, six no-hit innings in the playoffs. Uh, Rafael Montero's had five. Ryan Presley's had five. It's like it's not that impressive to see that guy throw a no-hit inning. The impressive thing is seeing a guy – Power through nine. You know, Christian Javier, what that dude did, super impressive. Let's yeah. give him some well, credit. That, that's the one thing yeah. that, that was impressive yeah. about it. Um, but I'm with you on Schwarber, you know, and, and Kyle, he just has the right temperament for where this team is at. And I, and I love that about him. Um, you know, he talked about the other day, and they were the – he well, no, they weren't the last team, but he was a part of a team. He was, was the second to last. I mean, the point is he's done this. Yes. I he mean, has gone on the road for games six and seven and had to win them both and won a World Series with the Cubs. Right. And I think he has the correct, you know, temperament of like, well, I guess we'll just go shock the world. You know, yeah. I, guess we'll, I guess we'll go down there and we'll, we'll, we'll play loose. We'll play our game. We'll go win it. And I think with Schwarber, you know, he obviously was in this with the with, – now the, the Cubs were better. Like the Cubs were the favorite heading into that series. Yes. Much like the Astros. Like if the Astros were down 3-2 – they would have the same kind of feeling coming here, so it's a it's a little different from that standpoint. But they were still the Cubs. They still had more overall pressure on them than any franchise could possibly have in that situation. So I do think that evens it out a little bit. I mean, it was the Cubs trying to win their first World Series in 108 years or whatever it was. So I think you know I do think that kind of mitigates that a bit. Like maybe you have the favorite, but you're the Cubs down three two in the World Series. You know? Uh, and you're 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 fighting the well. This is what they do. This yeah. is what the Cubs do. Yeah. Um, so I just. I always like where their temperament is. They never get too high, never get too low. A lot of that comes from Rob Thompson, uh, Kyle Schwarber, their vocal leader. Um, and, and it's not even just Wheeler. You know, the last time that we saw Framber Valdez was also insane. Uh, and it was, yeah. it was at Minute Maid Park. He was there. Uh, the, the, all the cheating stuff, yep. which could come back tonight, you know. I, People will be lo- – and he's going to do this stuff. I mean, yeah. Framber is that way when he pitches. And the, and the, and the tough line – that Rob Thompson has to balance is the line of getting get in his head versus pissing him off. Yep. You know what I mean? Well, like the Joe Musgrove thing. Right. Like, the Mets, Musgrove yep. took it as like, okay. He, a per, of a front. Yeah, I'm going to. He took it as an affront. Yes. And, and he pitched like a maniac. Right. Now, the, the, the other side of it is if you do it a lot and you complain about it a lot, then it could annoy Framber yeah. and could get him off his game. So it's a really tough balance of do you want to piss him off or do you want to annoy him? And if you're going to annoy him, you might as well just go all in and try to find anything to get him off his game. Because, you know, if you let Framberg get into his own like they did. We saw it. He's nasty. Yeah. And also, this whole idea, I think it's adorable, of, oh, well, they're going to see him for the second time. So that's clearly going to. It's like, hold on. The guy had a 25 straight 
Uh, Quality starts. Yeah. starts. Like you, it doesn't matter. But like, he had like I think he had like twelve straight double digit strikeout games at some point this season. Like he's been amazing. He's, really he's, good. he's amazing. He's really good, and it's gonna be really tough. And the, they have their work cut out for him tonight. Um, the key is now he is a guy that that pitches down in the zone already. Um, but what I thought the I thought the adjustment the Astros have made pitching wise to this Phillies lineup. The last couple of games is they've they've gone more high fastballs and trying to get a, get above this team's swing plane. We know that they are a a home run driven team. They're not they're not small ball oriented. Um, although I would like to see the bottom of the lineup be able to execute those situations. Yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> like get your bat on the ball. Yeah. In a big spot. So one third one out. Yeah. So you know. I, it, one of the things that they've done recently is like that they'll get above Reese's swing plane, they'll get above Harper's swing plane, yep. they'll get above Castellanos' swing plane. Um, it's on the Phillies to get them into the strike zone and, and be more disciplined. Um, I feel like they've gotten away from their discipline in the last couple games. And Framer's a guy that already kind of pitches down the zone, so it's tough. You yeah, know, he be, does pitch down in the zone. Like to he's, a, he's a ground ball pitcher yep. when he's going going at his best. So I can't wait. Um, like I, I, I'm getting more excited. I'm getting over Game Five. Like I'm not gonna lie. Oh, I know, buddy. I've been in a zombie-like state. We even when you first got here, Elliot and I turned around during a break, and you're there, and like we could see it on yeah. here. Like normally, so inside baseball or inside Fritzball, whatever you're gonna say. Normally, when Jack's coming to do a show or whatever, like he's like a little bouncy and he's excited. Like there's nothing in the world that Jack loves more than radio and doing radio and all that. Like you're always excited when you're about to do a show, and like you just were like. You seem so sad sitting there, like looking at your notes, like uh. just like bummed out, man. It was very un-you. Well, you know what it is. Especially talking Phillies, you get to come I talk know. Phillies on the radio. It's like your you know favorite thing to do. I know. It's just game five, and someone said this on the on the radio. I forget who, but like it really did feel like all those painful clinching yeah. losses. Yeah, you know what did. I mean? Like it, did. it didn't they didn't clinch, they didn't lose. Like the series is still going on, but it had every feeling of. Game 5 and 11 and Game 6 in 2010, where it was at home. They had opportunities. Like, in Game game 6 in 2010, they did a 2-0 lead, and they blew it. And, like, yeah, the Sanchez, Utley back and forth. And it had that same feeling yeah. where it's like they're not going to break through and get the job done. And it was just awful to go through. It, like, I, I usually get over losses in a half hour. I have a half-hour rule. I'm at about <laughs> – 38 hours, I think, yeah. <laughs> post-loss. Yeah. So I need to see him again. I need to get over it. I need Wheeler to throw 99 in the first inning. I need them to work for Andrew Valdez. I need Nick Castellanos to show up. I need Reese Austin to show up. Um, it's it's a big night. It is it is a big night, man. It is the biggest baseball game the Phillies have played in, in, a, in a really long time. And um, to your point, that was a really tough loss. But um, – I, I, this team has bounced back all year long. They've been resilient. Every and, time we've doubted them, yeah. they have bounced back. And, again, I really do think they are going into this, you know, back to the whole thing that annoyed everyone before, but it's kind of house money tonight. You know I mean? It's not they're trying to win the World Series. But oh, like, no, no. In the, not house money in the sense of, like, they are the team without the pressure tonight. Like, the pressure has shifted back to the Astros, the team that three years ago this exact same thing happened to them in that exact building. Like we just said, they're 0-3 in game sixes. Like, the pressure is on Houston tonight to close out the World Series and not let it get to an anything-can-happen Game 7. Tonight, the Phillies are playing without the pressure on their shoulders. And, you know, if they lose, and everyone expected them to from the jump. But they have a chance to do something special tonight. All right, 215-592-9494. We obviously want to talk to as many people as we can as we lead you guys up to 5 o'clock. 
And then, uh, obviously, Phillies baseball coming up and, later tonight on WIP. And let me have, put out one PSA Yes. before we go to the phones. If I hear anyone say, well, I'm just happy to be here. Oh, yeah, yeah, none of that. Not today. No, 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 no. Not no, 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 no. today. House money was not the term I remember. You we, know what I mean? Like, there's pressures off is what I, I know. I could, but I sensed it after game five. Like, whoa, well, well, I'm just happy to be no, here. No, 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 I'm with it's you. It's time to go win a ball game. I agree with you. I time agree. to look, win a ball game. Look, I will... Look up, look at this run fondly no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter how it ends, I'm going to look back and say that was, 100%. that was awesome, man. Like, what a great thing. But Not today. Yeah, and not just not today. Like, no matter how fondly I look back on it, there's a difference between becoming legends and not. And they have to win the World Series to become legends. For, for us to look back at this as truly the greatest run of our life, which it's felt like the whole ride— like, they have to win it for it to actually be that. Like, otherwise, that question you asked me, like, was this, has this been better than the, the Super Bowl run? It has. But they have to win it. If they don't win it, then sorry, the Super Bowl run was better because they actually won it. So it, that, that is the stakes that are, that are here tonight and tomorrow night. 215-592-9494. It started out in Middletown with our buddy Tom. Tom, hey. Jack and James, and I say that alphabetically. You guys are both. I love you guys, man. Thanks, you guys Tommy. Really appreciate appreciate you handle me very nicely on the phones. I appreciate it all the time. Oh, you're the best, Tommy. It's easy to be nice to you, pal. All right. Well, listen. Here, I don't care about hurting Castiano's feelings if you have to move him down. This, we're here. This, we're, we're playing for the World Series. It took us a long time to get here, and how, who knows how long it's going to be to get back again. So I am not worried about hurting somebody's feelings by moving him down the lineup. I mean, I, if he wasn't playing a decent way field, I'd take him out of the lineup, quite frankly. His batting is horrible. Now, and, and, and if the first over and you're sitting on second base in the ninth inning as a go-ahead run or tying run, and there's two outs, and here comes Cassiano. In his mind, he's thinking, like, man, I wish there was somebody else up. Yeah, I, I was definitely saying that. I think everyone on the planet. And oh, that's, well, when, he, when Bryce got hit in the foot, I was like. We all knew it. We were together. It. Jack and I were like, well, that's game. Damn and, it, and it's look. And look, they can love Nick Castellanos. He could be a big part of the locker room celebrations and all that. But, like, you will not convince me that those players do not know in that moment that that guy's not going to come through. You, can, you can't convince me that, that Gene Segura is sitting out there, sitting in the dugout's abdomen and said, man, I wish it were me who was up. That Alec Bohm is not standing in the on-deck circle saying, man, I wish it was me instead of this guy. Like, they are. They're not idiots. They watch this. I got a quick lineup for you to run by. I know you're, you're short of time. But here, here's what I would do tonight. I would go Schwarber, Segura, Bryce, Riamuto, Reese Hoskins, Boom, Castellanos at seven, started eight, and either Marshall Veering at nine. No. What do you think? Uh, Tommy, Tom, love you, buddy. Great call. call. Love you very much, Tom. We're not changing the lineup. Like, I'm not changing the lineup tonight. I'm not moving Segura to the two-hole. Like, I just, I know, I know. It's been frustrating. I get it. Well, he's not going to. I mean, I would move Cassiano sure, down. Sure, I, I just would. Put, if you want to put Bohm there, whatever. Yeah, I would flip those two. Like, I but, would put Bohm in the six-hole, personally. And I would flip JT and Harper. But, look, well, it, it doesn't matter because we know he's not going to do any of this. I but, know. But, part, but I would, I, I wouldn't do it the whole thing. But talking about moving a guy, I would, uh, that's something I would do. Part of the reason that they have gotten this far is that Rob Thompson believes in his guys, and he's going to go down with his guys because he believes in them. And I just think that anything that's going too panicky 
is is going to be viewed as like, oh, I guess he doesn't trust me anymore. And part of the reason they've gotten this far is the trust uh, that no, he is developed. I, I agree with you, and I understand that. But this is also do or die. Game six, of the World Series. Like, you don't, you're not, you can't be stupid about it. Like, I understand that, but like at a certain point, like again, like I just said, these guys are grown men. They are professional baseball players. They're not dumb. They know that Nick Castellanos is struggling in that spot. They know that teams are pitching around Bryce Harper. Like, like, and who knows? Maybe Castellanos needs a kick in the ass. Maybe just slotting the guy in the five hole. Like, all right, go out and dip your feeble swing attempts trying to protect Bryce Harper. Like, that ain't working. So, like, I get your point, and I know Tauber's not going to do it because that's what he does. But I personally would move Cassianos well, out of the five hole tonight. Like did, I would do it. I would do it tonight. He did rip a double off Framber the last time they played. So. <laughs> Look at you. What, I like that. Yeah, I mean, listen. I believe me. I am as anti Casty at this moment as everyone else in the city. It's just part of i just fundamentally believe that part of the reason they've gotten this far and listen it may be viewed as stupid we may, we may look back and be like i can't believe he didn't do it and we could if they lose it's going to be one of those things that's like you, you start talking about to your grandkids like he didn't move castellanos in the, in the sixth mm -hmm. game of the series but he's going to go down with his guys and he's going to do it like there's there's nothing that oh we can i do agree about. with you it's it's what it is yeah. all right and i'm sure that probably the lineup will come out during the game uh during this show we will tell you what it is when we see it. If not, I'll be shortly after, I'm sure. 215-592-9494. It's High Hopes Radio from the Sportsbook at Park Casino. It's Fritz. It's Seltzer. We're coming right back. We get to as many calls as we can. We'll be right back. Playoff edition, World Series edition. I feel like I'm in a college Radio. football game. I'm ready to like, oh, yeah. didn't yeah. Yeah, do it a little bit. It's yeah. good. Yeah, well, they love to play the We Are Penn State song at Pat, at uh, Philly's game. It's all I can think about. Like, pick another song. I know. It's like, I'm sorry. It's their song. It's like when I hear it, I go, we are Penn State. Uh, do -do 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 -do. Like, we all we, know that that's the, that, like, my wife texted me. My wife texted me. I can hear the Penn State song from home, like, from South Philly. Like, and it's like, yeah, the Penn State song. You're right. Not the Philly song. I know, and I just don't want the Phillies to be associated with such a loser program. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, and like, who I likes want, Penn State? Exactly. I my want wife the, went there, and I'll talk crap all over. I don't so care. Did my, so did so did my <laughs> wife, and so did like half my high school. And it's just like I would hate to see them associated with you're a better choking than that. franchise. Yeah, you're right. better than that. You're better than that. Right. And Rob Thompson is so much. I mean, when was the last time James Ben Franklin, State was obviously. relevant? Like you know, nineties. That's what I'm saying. The 2016 with Michael Robinson. Yeah. Um, you're. All right, so we're at Bet Parks there, yes, right? Yes, we're, we're at the uh, Parks uh, Sportsbook. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Bet Parks app. Know, Check it out. It's a great app. I know. Yes. I like just coming in, not even looking at you two sitting Oh, I know. Here. I didn't even notice you do it. You were just went past us. Went straight to the machine, donated my $10. Yeah, you did. And I'm going to take Bet Parks for all their work. I love the it because you got a big one right no, there. That is, not a, uh, that is not a light parlay. We'll ten, to win, 10 to win 500. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah. It's good. Yeah. Good. So plus five five hundred. Yeah, odds there. It's plus forty nine. Okay, hundred. So um, so lay it out for us. Yeah. So that this way everyone get out a pen, a pencil, your phone, your note section. This way you can hop on board and root for Jack. That's right. Uh, the first thing I'm taking here is obviously Phil's money line. No doubt about well, that's, it. That's I mean, of course. 
Also, shout out to Parks Casino um, and the sports book here for making the Phil's uh, total runs two and a half. And that's a They're lot. getting to three runs yeah. tonight. So, obviously, that's if my If they first. don't. What? They not lose? Go- yeah. yeah they're going to lose? Okay. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to finish the sentence there. Uh, and then we're obviously going pit money line. My Panthers. Any chance I can get to talk about the pit Panthers, I do that. You love them. Yep. Always have. Iowa State minus six and a half over West Virginia. Uh, West Virginia is brutal this year per usual. Uh, I'm taking Alabama minus 13 and a half. Oh, no. Enough with LSU. Oh, no. Enough with LSU. They stink. Uh, they do stink. I and, hate, but he's the worst. And I, I hate, I hate to have person. to do this to uh, a good close friend of the show. Um, but this is for Justin, Justin in Tennessee. But I'm taking the dogs minus oh, nine. Oh, no, you did Taking the dogs well, minus nine. That, <laughs> that is such a mistake. And hopefully in a minute you'll get some comeuppance on that. Go Vols. I would just like to say, go Vols. That is how, and you know what? Let's do it. I see him on the line there. And final one is Pelicans Pelicans money. Take a shot at him. I was going to go to Jeff, but Jeff, I'll get right back to to you. Don't worry. I got, he's on the line. Justin in Tennessee, our favorite. Justin, I want you to know, I am fully in on the Vols. I do a weekly (laughs) pick them thing where I pick all the winners for, for college and pro games with a bunch of buddies. I pick the Vols outright to beat Georgia. So one of the two of us loves you and respects you. The other doesn't. How you doing, Val? Hey, boys. How y'all doing today, fellas? I, I'm telling you, <laughs> that's just a total. I mean, me pledging my allegiance to the fields through this that's whole playoff run. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I picked oh, Listen, the money goes that's what I'm money saying, goes. Justin, that's Justin. what I'm saying. That's why I picked Tennessee. I was like, I was like, honestly, I think they're going to win because it's a magical year. But on top of that, even if I didn't, just for the vibes, just for our guy, <laughs> I'm going with Tennessee. Here we go, dogs. Well, I mean, Jack comes up and pulls a red wedding on me, man. I yeah. mean, I'm it was, especially like, the way he oh, waited at the goodness. end. Yeah. And very, like, pointed and very clearly yeah. at you, I mean, you know. <laughs> taking a shot at me and Tone like that. Oh, that's rough. But, Here's hey, the, yeah, we Tony, all, too, no less. Tony, we, we, we love you. One Bryce. of us loves you, all right? And clearly one exactly. of us loves you, Tony. Exactly. We all know Bryce is a Vol fan. I mean, he was taking batting practice in Tennessee here. See, the other day. man, so. and again, it's all about the vibes, right, Justin? This whole run, yeah. your run, our run, the Eagles run, it's all vibes, Everybody. man. That's what I'm saying. Well, the vibes are high, but – let me tell you, boys, I, I felt all right this morning, but right now I'm as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. I that what a line does that work? What do you mean? You get it? The tail's long in the rocking chair. You don't oh, want so to get it under the rocking chair? It's actually a really good line. It's a pretty good line, Justin. I thought it was pretty clear, Justin. Hey, but, Justin, you know, it'd be a real shame if a, if a dog caught up to the cat. Oh, come on. You know the only dogs I care about tonight? Are the underdogs from Philadelphia going to go into Houston and win a baseball game? Am I right, Justin? That's exactly right. They're going in. They're going to take it. Like you guys said earlier, all the pressure's off them now. That was probably a ton of pressure on them to try to clinch at home, and then they get no hit like that. And then they're trying to come back from that. And, I mean, it was just – I think all the pressure's on the Astros now. All I, I agree, and, man. I really do. I, and we've never – seen anybody like a superstar baseball player play the way they like Bryce Harper had. I think maybe Barry Bonds that time against the, the Angels the in the Angels, World Series. Yeah, yeah, Bonds. I mean, is that's amazing. the only time we we can ever recall a superstar. Well, having, at least in our life. I mean, you go life. back like Mickey Mantle used to do it. Yeah, guys in our back lifetime. in the day, but yeah, in our lifetime yeah. for sure. Yeah, in our lifetime, because most of the time it's 
it's the Jimmys and the Joes that, that get it done, not the superstars. Yeah, you know? or even if it's like there are guys like Paul Motter. Paul Motter yeah. was a Hall of Fame baseball player. He's a Hall player, of Famer. But he's not a superstar like Bryce Harper. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm telling you guys, I'm, I'm fixing the – it's fixing the kick off here. I'm, I'm glad I got through with uh, Jack being on there. I'm kind of disheartened now. I mean, it's kind of – killed me no 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 no. this is good you want you want jack on the other side you want him mushing yeah, oh, well, that's true. That's true let's put it this way yeah let, let's put it this way justin he does um he does these bet park thing every time he comes in and he loses <laughs> like immediately every time like i feel like i've been with him every time and it's like oh you lost your first game guess that's over already well, no, no, no 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 that's not fair because last time i won five legs and the freaking yankees couldn't cover a run well, was your fault for betting on the yankees you know right, justin? <laughs> god Oh, all right, Justin, Justin, hey, hey, Justin, Justin we'll, go balls, man. It's all right. Go yes, sir. I think we'll get it done tonight. I think tomorrow Ranger Danger gets it done. I think Bryce goes yard in both games. I think y'all take it in seven. I think the Vols win tonight comfortably. Vols win by ten tonight. Oh, all right? I love it. Get it in. Vols win by ten. I'm going to get out here. I know y'all got a we ton love of you, buddy. I yeah, love yeah, you guys. I mean, we'll love you play. too, buddy. Go Vols. I'm right there with you. Now, uh, Jeff, I am sorry, uh, you know. Jack did that. It's all his fault. I had to go right to Justin. But now Jeff and Wilmington, one of our great cars. How you doing, buddy? Dude, how cool is it to follow Justin? I mean, that, that guy's he's my, he's my favorite. I love him, dude. Yeah. He's, such a, he's such a sweet guy. He really really I, have, I, have, I have family that lives down his way in Jonesboro. So, you know, I got a little connection there with him. I, I, I really enjoy his uh, takes nice, on man. pretty much everything. Nice. Um, all right, let's get to baseball. So, yes. I know Topper's not going to do anything with the lineup, but – for me, I would just switch Bryce and JT and move Castellanos, I don't know, wherever, ninth, eighth, I don't care. He's given us absolutely nothing, and I mean nothing other than three defensive plays and one big game on, at the plate, and that was a month ago. Yeah, it bothers me that Bryce is in the three-hole. Like, it's just fun, isn't, fun isn't in the three-hole. Is not in no. the three-hole. It's, it's fundamentally no, no. just it, – it bothers me that I, I, there's a chance we don't see him in the first thing. I think it's insane. Yeah. Um, and at this point, again, but at this point, it's like we just don't have a choice. Like we, yeah, we okay. have to just sit there and take it. Jack, but I understand what your your um, sentiment was. They've got us this far. They're not, they're not going to change. But we haven't faced elimination either. So. Yeah, I mean, I get it. But then also you're, you're at the standpoint of that, then it looks like a panic move. I mean, it, it does Dude, look he, like a panic manages, move in the last game of the year. Well, here's the thing. This is what I find interesting. He, he manages the bullpen and the pitching staff as if it's, it's game such a great seven. point, Jeff. Every time, but it not is the a batting great order. Point. What but a it, great but it, point! But, it, but it's not. Why it's is not it all right to bring point. Ranger in an off day? Because, and it's, Ra- because it's, a, it's pitching. It's pitching. I know, but like, what's the difference? But he's still super aggressive it's with it. These guys have roles the and stuff, but it's still roles. It's still expectations. He's subverting those but things. It's not roles. It's not rolling. It's it's trying to it's trying to work your way through a ball game and, and find a way to win it versus yes, let's keep finding it the same. a way okay. to win a game versus let's keep it the same. What does then, that sound like? Then sit down with the sit down with the guys before the game. Say, hey, look, we're gonna move you. We're gonna yes. flip flop you two, and this is our best option to win. Jeff, if they trust him that much, then that, they'll do Jeff, what they need to what, do. What, Jeff, great call, and that's what I'm saying right there is the idea of like this whole thing of like oh the tr- trust Topper and he tr- they trust him and all that. If they trust him so much, if he's a great manager. Can't he go to Nick Castellanos and Alec Bowman and say, hey, listen, guys, I, you know, I know we've went with this whole time the whole time, but I think Alec gives us a better chance against Framber or this or that, whatever he wants to say to these guys to try and, like, manage. Manage these personalities and these guys. It's, managing isn't just the in-game decisions. It's these pers- it's the personalities.
personalities and cultivating and and getting everyone on the same page and he's been so good at that but like just keep it the same because that's how it's done even if the production doesn't support it seems foolish to me but it's also how they got here but manage 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 the personalities talk to these people okay, maybe get Nick Castellanos to feel good about it get Alec Bowman to feel how good about it good how would he feel good about kick, it kick him in the butt then say Nick I need more from you man I can't have you backing up Bryce think, I'm sorry pal I think Nick go out go out and prove me wrong be a be a freaking grown-ass adult be a baseball player and go out and prove me wrong I don't think that dropping him a spot in the batting order is going to make him realize I need to hit I think he realizes I know but I'm hit. saying that there's other sides of this where people are like oh it's you there can't is other change sides. you can't change it like why not there is why other not? sides to it because you, maybe he knows that if he moves them, then, then Castellanos, is, he's not going to get the best version of Nick Castellanos. I mean, could you view that as soft? Yeah. But also, that's part of managing personality. You know what? In that case, I would sit Nick Castellanos on the freaking bench, and I would put Nick Maton in the lab then if that's what it, if that's really what we're talking about well, here. Veerling tonight. Yeah, well, he's already going to be he's in the lab. Let's go to Northeast Philly and talk to Chris. What up, Christopher? Hey, what's up, boys? Nothing much, Chris. What do you got for us? Um, all right, so first I wanted to say um, I wouldn't be opposed to, to any tinkering with the lineup at this point, personally. Um, I really like the idea of, of switching Bryce and JT. It just seems like there's not much risk there, and then only good things can happen from that. But with all that being said, I'm about to say something that I don't think anybody else today has said or is going to say, but I think Nick Castellanos is going to do something big tonight, personally. Um, um, and hear me out. Um so last game, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not sticking up for the guy. He's been awful. There's no argument there. So, so let's not get it twisted. But after he hit that um, line drive that Pena jumped up and caught, it was, a, it was a great catch. But um, after he hit that, it just seemed to me like he was seeing the ball better for the rest of the game than he has in a long time. I mean, that last at bat. That was, one at bat was really good. Not the last one, but the one prior to the one with the you know was it bases loaded yeah, or something, I mean, whatever it was. That was a, that was a good at bat. It was. Even the last at bat, I mean, he went down early. He battled. I seen him take pitches that he would have swung. I've seen him swing out a no, thousand right. times. Yeah, I was surprised and, with the takes. And, and it didn't work out. But I mean, just just based on seeing that, maybe it's wishful thinking. Maybe I'm hoping, but I think he's going to do something that's going to have us smiling tonight. So well, so we'll see. Well, Chris, I agree with you. I mean, I think I, I think he had good at bats. It's just like you know, you get you work through it. You get eight plus pitches in. And then he just never makes you pay. Like, it's either he walks or he still strikes out or still swings over a slider for some reason. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it, it is frustrating, but he did work good at bats. You have to hope that tonight he's just like, all right, I'm going to go back to being, you know, silver slugger Nick Castellanos. The problem <laughs> is, is that we haven't seen that freaking once, man. Yeah. Like, we haven't seen it once. I mean, the fact that he hasn't homered since August 27th, and we watch him play, so it's not, like, surprising. But Nick Castellanos has played over two months of baseball games straight without hitting a home run. This guy had 34 home runs last year. He's like a, a – it's just crazy to me. He's not hitting doubles. Like, that was the thing. The homers, whatever. Like, like Jack, did you ever imagine you would watch Nick Castellanos play as much as you have and just not see doubles? Dude, I forgot he was even existed when he was hurt for a month, and they played Veerling and Guthrie. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. 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 Chris – how do you you think they win tonight, buddy? You feel confident? Um, yeah, I think they win. You're not the first person that's asked me that today. I refuse to comment on Game Seven because I don't even want to think about it until we get past tonight. But I, I think they win tonight for sure. Love it. Great to hear from you, buddy. And look, I do. I actually, like we've said, I feel really good about a seven if they can get there. And and like we've talked about, Jack. I mean, I'm just 
you know, as, as someone who, you know, we're both baseball nerds. Anyone who listens to us knows that. It's our favorite sport. I, you know, we both have the baseball package. We're always watching, you know, Rays, Royals games or this or that, whatever. I just watch a lot of baseball and I always watch the World Series, obviously. And, and, and Game 7 of the World Series is my single favorite game in sports. It is the best one there is. It is the highest drama of all sports, in my opinion. And we've never felt it. You know, we've never felt that with our team in it. And uh, I, I'm like, and obviously now we have to have that to win it. But, like, I, I just so desperately want to, like, ex- as a baseball fan, outside of just the Phillies part of it, which is huge, I just want to know what that's like to watch my team play in a Game 7 of the World Series. And I want to see, you know, the Astros choke again. I mean, frankly. that's Which about, is certainly it's, it's possible, man. And I just, uh, you know, we, we said a lot, man, but... It, if they get to a game seven, that play starts to, to tighten up. Like like Astros fans, I think Astros fans are walking in tonight thinking ex- they're going to win the World Series. The World no doubt, Series. no and, doubt. You know, and I think that it this is important for every baseball game, but it's really important to me that the Phils get off to a hot start and 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 jump out to a, to a lead early so that that doubt starts creeping into their head. Because if that doubt starts creeping in, they've seen this happen to this team. I mean, they've. They've only won one World World Series, and they've been to six straight ALCSs. So they've seen this team blow it before. They've seen them do it. So it's really important for the Phillies to create that shadow of a doubt in the back of their mind. 215-592-9494. How do you feel about tonight's Game 6, Phillies-Astros in the World Series? Obviously, uh, Phillies' life on the line tonight, this magical run on the night. How do you feel about tonight's game? Uh, it's Fritz, it's Seltzer, it's High Hopes Radio from the Sportswick at Parks Casino. We're coming right back. So sweet. Living in this big blue world With my head up in outer space I know I'll be A-O-A-O-K I know I'll be A-O-A-O-K When I see trouble come to give Jack Fritz too much credit because, you know, it goes to his head. We all know that. It's High Hopes Radio. Jack Fritz, James Seltzer, obviously Bryson Stott's walk-up song. And yes. I will give Jack credit. Uh, one of the, the, the great calls he had prior to the playoffs, prior to getting a home co- uh, game at CBP, we were talking about, we're like, we just need a game at CBP, which is so funny to think about how our, yeah. how our um, you know, what we need out of this has, has changed over the course of the run. All we were saying was, like, just get us a home playoff game. We're good, and it's a successful season. As Jack was saying that, part of his thing was he's like, I get it. It was such a weird call to me at the time. Like, it just a, a random call, not weird, but random, where he's like, I can't wait to hear all of CBP singing Bryson Stott's walk-up song. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, okay. And then... When you hear all of CBP singing Bryson Stott's walk-up song, it, it was pretty awesome, man, and pretty. Yeah. Ma- it was a great call by you. Very singable. Yeah, very it is. sing-alongy. Yeah, and it has you know great AO, so the, it like, echoes throughout the stadium. And uh, I love Stotter, but would like a hit. You yeah, know, would like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even just uh, even just get back to the the the, the good at bats, buddy. That was crazy, man. Yeah. Like you know, it was he, like it's like he ch- like completely changed overnight. Like it was like. Uh, from one game to the next, all of a sudden, and then it's like two straight where you just had really bad at bats. Yeah, I don't like when guys change their approach out of nowhere in, you know, 
World Series. Well, what's funny is the uh, last time, uh, I guess it was the Framber game, right? We were like, all right, enough of this. Like, play Stott. Yep. Like, now we're probably like, you know what? If you want to play Sosa tonight, eh, I think Wouldn't okay hate to see Edmundo Sosa. <laughs> Wouldn't hate to see that at all. Um, and I think he will. Like, I think it's going to be Sosa. Yeah. I think he's going to go with, again, to the point about the top of the lineup, he has had the same formula for these situations. When it's a tough lefty who lefties don't hit great against, He's gone with Veerling and Sosa, and I think he's going to continue to do that because it's the same, you know, philosophy as as you know the the top of the lineup too. Yeah, I don't think I'd play Veerling though. I just I like Marsh in center field. I know he made a misplay in game one. The defense more important tonight than the offense, kind and of. And I just I can't see Matt Veerling doing anything in a World Series game. Like I I could see Marshy doing something. Uh, he's, he, he was. Well, he did. I mean, Marsh hit a home run in the world. I know he had a horrible moment too, but he did have yeah. a real moment in the World Series game too. Couldn't do a job for me once. The worst at bat of the whole thing. The Hoskins. I think overall, Reese Hoskins. If you had to, and look, there are a lot of missed opportunities. Castellanos, we talked about. There's a ton. Um, you could point to a lot of reasons they lost Game Five, but if you have to put it on a a, a player or a moment. You know, I think I think Hoskins overall because the over four, the bases loaded, or the strikeouts, the bases loaded, and that obvious error that was just a disaster and allowed the winning run to score. But just one single moment, Brandon Marsh not being able to get the ball in the bottom of the ace is probably the, the the biggest reason you couldn't pull it out. Yeah. So like, I like Veerling. It just seems like a really big game to take your center fielder out. Of. Yeah, I get that. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Coming up in a sec. Some news on the Astros lineup. First, let's go to Mount Laurel and talk to Dennis. Hey, Den. Delta, man. How you doing? What up, pal? There's nothing, and I repeat, nothing like a Game 7 in the World Series. Yeah, uh, 100% agree. Yeah. And uh, I think we're going to win tonight. I, I hope that uh, Topper changes the lineup a little bit, but I don't think he will. Your thoughts? Yeah, we said that a lot. Like, I, we just don't think he's going to change it. Um, I think he trusts these guys. I think they've got – first off, they've gotten them this far. Like, the change adapter – It's like, not crazy to, you know, trust them for sure. The yeah. last time we were all begging for them to change it was uh, – Reese Hoskins, in, yeah. Well, it was Reese and Schwarber. People yeah, were like, well, we've got to get right. Schwarber yep. at leadoff yep. spot. And then those guys, like, dominated the LCS. So, um, again, the last time that the outcry was this loud to change the lineup, the guys responded. And, you know, I think Hoskins is a prideful player. I didn't love the body language in, in game five because I felt like he went up there defeated and I felt like he was, like, walking back to the dugout. That was a ball was just as going right was, down the as middle. As it was crossing the yeah. plate, it was like he didn't even think well, to it. Well, I to hit it. That's the, 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 the goal here, pal. Uh, and then Cassiano's like, listen, I just – until he does something significant, I will uh, – Not believe that – yeah, believe yeah I'm right there with you. Now. Yep. After we, win, after we win tonight, who's our starter tomorrow night? Well, well I, I think they're going to have to go to Ranger tonight. I think we're getting heroic Madison Baumgartner-level Ranger tonight, and we have to trust Nola tomorrow. Nola tomorrow night? How does that make you feel, Dennis? It doesn't make me feel great, Dennis. How about you, buddy? It doesn't make me feel great either. Yeah, right His last three outings have not been good. Honestly, and, and Dennis, great call. I think, honestly, what if that's the case, what I'm hoping for is, like, Nola for two and just piece it together. Because you know who I do trust? Shockingly, more than Nola, Connor Brogdon, yes, and and Bilotti and Eflin. Like Eflin's been great, by the way. We haven't even talked about it. Zach Eflin's get, like been like what eight straight innings without giving up a run. He, I don't think he's given up a run since that Cardinal or the Braves uh, game where you know got beat up in that first Braves game. And Brogdon hasn't a lot of runs. Uh, the exactly. Game. Like so. Like and Bilotti looks good. He gets outs. Like I, I actually think that as look. The craziest part of this whole series has been that the bullpen has been the best part of the team, like, without a doubt in this series. I have to be honest. 
I think they win tonight. But I think they win tonight in a game where Zach Wheeler goes two innings. And then Ranger comes and in I, and gives him like five I or just, four or I, something. And I can't lie to everyone out there today and say I have confidence in Zach Wheeler tonight. It's not that I don't trust Zach Wheeler. Like, I think Zach Wheeler is amazing. I think he's great. I just think his arm is dead. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything you can do about it. So what I have to hope for is that Thompson doesn't just ride him, and I don't think he will, uh, especially with the way that, that the way they've talked about it. I think I think Topper is ready aware. for a quick. I don't, they Look, when, to he, hide him. when he talked about, I think I think you're right. I think that their plan, like, and you never know, maybe he does wake up today and it's a little bit better or enough better we can get through some more innings with guts and guile and whatever. But I think ultimately, when he made that Ranger comment about about could be using six. I think that's because he thinks that it is going to be Wheeler Ranger today. That's, yes. I think, I, if I had to bet. Like, Wheeler, until it, you can, and then Ranger, do what you could do. Dude, that's what I think is going to happen. It would be absolutely storybook. Ranger, like, going full Baumgartner. Oh, my God. It would be, be amazing. amazing. And would help uh, any World Series MVP voter odds yeah, out well, there. Well, I may or may not have thrown a yeah. couple shackles on it. Yep. You know? All uh, right. We getting Yuli tonight or what? Oh, yes. All right. Thank you for the reminder. I, I did. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, so, it does look like. No, it looks like it's going to be no Yuli tonight, yes. which is a pretty big deal. Reese um, Hoskins took out Yuli Gurriel. Yeah, yeah, and look, at least Reese did something, right? Um, because uh, Yuli's played in a lot of these games. I mean, he's been on the team for this whole run. Yep. I would they say in the he's had like ninety World Series at bats or something insane like that. Like the dude's had a lot of lot of opportunities, a lot of big moments, and also is an actual first baseman. You know, Gold Glover. Buddy. Yeah, well, he used to be a third baseman. Like he's a, he could field, man. Um, and Trey Mancini, I know he made a great play, but he was also standing right there. Trey Mancini is an outfielder. <laughs> He's an outfielder. So I, I do think, and also Mancini has been god-awful in the playoffs from yes. an offensive perspective, too. So, look, uh, you know, that is a, an injury that could, could help the Phillies tonight. Because the bottom of the Houston lineup is not particularly, once you get, past, like, Yuli was important in that six-hole. Because it was like kind of the last guy you were scared of in that lineup, and now you you kind of move that down a little bit more, you know? Yeah, hundred um, percent. And Yuli's he's a really good you know bat on the ball guy, um, plays really good defensive first base. And if he can't go, like getting Mancini in that lineup and just stretching that the bottom of their lineup even more thin, it should help them tonight. Um, and I think like, Mancini is is a butcher at first base. Yeah. I mean, not Hoskins level, but um, you know, not someone that. Like basically, the only reason he made that play was because he, he was standing his whole right body there. Right. It was standing right. It was right into his body. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right, a baseball guy through and through. Someone who has been very positive about this run, and we can use that positivity right now. Let's go to Phoenix and talk to our buddy Jim. Jimmy, my boys, my boys, my boys. The adrenaline is pumping. Yes. What's up, Jimmy? I get you guys fired up, boys. Yes. So my it. first question is this for both of you. No one's asked you this, I don't think. And my first question is, when I tune in early next week and I want to see you guys on TV, where are you guys picking out your spots for the parade? <laughs> I love well, this, Jimmy. Hopefully on a float. Like, if I had to if I That'd choose, be pretty cool. Yeah, well, I, I, I think we deserve it at this point to be on the float. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I mean, you, you guys deserve it, right? I mean, must listen radio every <laughs> week. Thanks, buddy. So, I... This is the way I look at the game tonight, and um, I, I think a couple of things, a couple of really major points for me. One, I think Zach is going seven tonight, and his first pitch is going to be a 98-mile-an-hour fastball up in the zone just to show himself and show that he's got it tonight, and then, he, and then he'll start a lot of the guys off that tried to pick on his fastball. He just wants to show it one time, I think, 
and then you know that he's got it again. And then I think he's going to start a lot of those guys out with breaking balls this time because they sat on the fastball last time, the guys at the top of the order. So that's point number one. And point number two, and really important for us tonight, is to value every at-bat. I mean, this is such a winnable game tonight, and we've got to value every at-bat. We have got to not go out of the strike zone. We need to try to get ahead of the count, and when we get a fastball to hit, we got to hit it. We can't foul it off. That is, that is major. We've got to do that. And then the final thing is, guys, and then I'm going to listen to you talk about it, Stop calling this guy like he's our friend. This is not Framber. This is Valdez, man. Well, it's like Valdez that. against Zach. Zach's our boy. That's Valdez. Good. He's the. We're taking him out. That sweaty sock. We're going to take him out tonight, guys. Love I want it. you to be fired up. I'm going to listen to the rest of the show. Listen to the callers. Let's go, Phil. I love it, Jimmy, and we love you, buddy. You've been an amazing part of this run with listen, us. So many great calls, buddy. I love Jim. Jim's if, the best. If Zach Wheeler comes out and throws 98, if there was a live cam on me, I oh would my God. faint on the floor. Yeah, yeah. You, I would be so happy. Yeah, it would be amazing. And and look, uh, I like that call. Framber is just such a unique name. You always know people are going to know who you're talking about when you say it. But, but I'm with you, Jim. We're getting to Valdez tonight, all right? Yeah. I just like, I think Framber's just cooler to say. I know. That's why I say it. He's the enemy. He's right. the enemy. I get it. Speaking of Framber, Valdez, whatever you want to call him, uh, the lineup that will be facing him, who is in the Phillies lineup tonight for Game 6 World Series? The first uh, lose-in-your-route Phillies lineup we have seen this postseason. Miraculously, this whole run, this magical run, this is the first time that the Phillies are playing a Win and stay alive, lose and you're out game. So it is a massive, massive one, obviously, tonight. We'll give you the lineup and obviously continue to take your calls coming up next. It's High Hopes Radio, Fritz and Seltzer. We're coming right back.